Today, I want to talk about a relatively new track from a band I just discovered recently called Thank You Scientist. The album's called Terraformer, and the song is called Fox Mulder. So the song's odd name, which you look at it letter-wise, you'd never know how to pronounce it. Uh, the Fox Mulder there is a reference to the X-Files. I was not an X-Files fan myself, so I'm not really getting the reference, and I really haven't paid much attention to the lyrics in the song anyway. But evidently, that's what the song is about. The thing that really catches my ear about this band in general is their incredible, insane sense of musicianship, and more importantly, their orchestration. They are a band that plays jazz kinds of horn arrangements in the middle of kind of really heavy rocking guitar stuff. And I find that fascinating and interesting. And the, their musicianship is unparalleled. But at the same time, their songs are really creative and interesting. And of course, that kind of lends me to want to listen to them more. Another thing that's really amazing about this band right off the bat, you can hear in their vocal arrangements, the music underneath what's going on with the instrumentalists is insane. They're playing licks and all kinds of phrases and odd times left and right and really, really intricate phrasings on the horns and everything else. They sound amazing. But at the same time, their singer comes up with these incredibly beautiful, simple melodies that are really easy and catchy. And I think that's so hard to do. I've worked with some people who are capable of, of writing those kinds of melodies. I've been, always been more of the, of the kind of guy who writes the complicated, crazy music underneath. But to see someone be able to craft a really good melody over that, something that still is singable and relatable, is, is really, really amazing to me. And this song has an incredibly good melody. First verse, right off the bat, you can hear he, he kind of has that phone booth 90s kind of sound going on briefly, and all the instruments kind of drop out. We just go to a voice and guitar kind of a little bit there, and then the full band kicks back in. And you can hear this beautiful melody going over music that is actually you know pretty intricate underneath, and, and it's really fascinating to listen to. The thing I really love in the first verse is the, the syncopation of the hits going on, the really tightness there of the horns hitting along with the bass and drums, doing that accent pattern that it doesn't repeat exactly phrase after phrase, and is really fascinating and interesting. And again, with this melody going over it, that is just simple and easy to hear. And if you're just paying attention to the vocalist, like, as most people do, you wouldn't know how much is going on underneath the song necessarily. I don't find it distracting. Oddly, that they're playing all this kind of syncopated rhythms. Instead, I just find it really cool. And it's it's, actually, it's a really cool sound that they've got going on here. This is obviously one of their more accessible tunes. If you listen to this whole album, it, there's a lot of just absolute insanity going on on the record. But overall, I, I find that their melodies are pretty relatable in general, and they're not writing music that is completely mathematical. It's much more musical, if you will, than most young bands kind of doing this sort of thing these days. I see you chorus, of course, is really catchy, but I love the rhythmic shift in the second half of the chorus, how the drums, bass, and guitar all kind of create this secondary kind of slowed down half speed rhythm. And it's a really nice switch up. It's a beautiful transition there. No 
And after that first chorus, they have this great little instrumental passage where it's it's kind of a, a unison part with the bass and the horns playing. And it's, it's just really cool, rhythmically interesting, but also totally interesting little run that they do before coming back around into the second verse, which I really, I think, again, it's, it's really creative. The way they're putting this stuff together is fascinating to me. It's really thought out. And, uh, but at the same time, also it's just musical. Like there's no other way to put that. It's not completely jarring to the point of just like, Hey, look what we can do. It's much more just fun. And you can feel the energy coming off these guys as they're playing. Then just before the second verse, we end up with this really beautiful bass line, really high noted bass part, and a violin. Again, changing the orchestration up a little bit. They've got horns going on throughout the song, which is very jazzy in a kind of a Frank Zappa almost kind of way. Uh, but then they are also adding this violin, uh, and it's, it sets up the mood for the second verse that is really beautiful and completely different from the first verse in feel, and yet it's still yet another verse. Then the next transition out of the second verse, right before we get to our second pre-chorus, there is this new part they introduce, and it's incredible, the guitar playing going on. He's playing arpeggios on the guitar over this beautiful melody, and it's just a really cool buildup, and it's just an additional piece added to the pre-chorus on the second round around. But it's a nice transition out of that change of feel that we got out of the second verse. They kind of had to have a piece in between before they can bring back to the, the same pre-chorus, and so they did that, and it's a great transition. And it's just, again, amazing playing going on and really intricate writing, but it flows perfectly into that pre-chorus. horn arrangements going on in that second pre-chorus are really cool as well. Nothing in this song ever repeats exactly the same way the second time around. Even when they come around to that second chorus, it's going to change up. But that second pre-chorus, there's a nice build-up going on because the horn arrangements have changed quite a bit. And it's, it's a nice addition. After the second chorus, we get a bridge section, uh, which is kind of compiling all of the different elements of the song. We get a very prominent violin kind of string part happening along with horns and along with the guitar and the bass lines and the cool rhythmic syncopations going on all over a vocal melody that's, again, really nicely written and sung. And so we're building up into this climax in the bridge, uh, and then it cuts back down for this instrumental section that comes after that, which is really a nice touch. It pulls down the tension into a complete breakdown and then builds back up from there. And the instrumental section starts off with a saxophone solo, which again is odd in a rock tune, but it sounds perfectly in place here. It doesn't sound out of place at all because the way they build up this horn section throughout the song. And it's a really great solo, actually. The guy's quite a jazz player. Even though the, the particular section of the song, uh, listen to what they're doing. I mean, maybe sax isn't your favorite thing in the world to listen to. Maybe you're a rock kind of person. But listen to what the rhythm section is doing underneath the saxophone solo. The guitar, bass, and drums there is really, really cool. The rhythmic stuff that they're coming up with, I don't know how they even begin to remember all of those hits and all those accents. My guess is this is the kind of drummer who actually knows how to read music and, and actually writes this stuff down because there's no way I'd be able to keep this much going on in my head. But it's a really cool build-up, and it plays nicely underneath the solo. And then after the sax solo, we get this really cool like, rhythmic accented piece where everyone's kind of doing these cool syncopated rhythms in, in unison, and that part comes off really cool as well.
I love that the guitar and horns are in sync there together playing in unison, playing all these kind of cool runs that you might hear normally in a guitar player doing, but to hear the guitar player doing them with horns together, it's a really cool kind of blended sound. It just totally fits in this context. then the final chorus they do a cool inversion of the part they're basically playing over one chord and doing some cool rhythmic stuff but it looks like you finally made it vocal part comes out and he sings that he repeats it a couple different times and instead of changing the chords over it they're just singing that along and so again i love the variation here i love that they're not just taking the same part and repeating it that they're doing something with it each time and the way that works really well and he finishes off the phrase that first round of the chorus and then this massive drum fill for lack of a better word it's a really long cool like three or four measure drum fill uh, that's played perfectly of course and then kicks them right back into a chorus the, the actual normal chorus as it would normally would be of course with some rhythmic changes and some horn parts as well but it's just really smart writing it's very well put together I just can't even get to imagine how much care and time goes into these sorts of arrangements you have this many members in a band and you have this much music going on these kinds of arrangements take weeks or even months to put together in, in many cases I would imagine I, I don't know unless these guys are just some sort of crazy savant kind of people that can just write this stuff in a day but it sure seems to me like this is incredibly well-crafted music. end of the song is just appropriately wonderful. The vocalist goes for this really crazy high note, even gets a little break. Everyone else kind of cuts out while he sings this incredibly high note. He's holding it up there. And then they play this cool, intricate lick, the, all the horns uh, arranging, going with the guitar players, and everybody's playing this really cool kind of an ending piece. How else are you going to end this tune, right? I mean, they were already going crazy, but they, they take it that, that much step further. They really bring it to a, an incredible climax at the end, and I thought that was really, really well-crafted. And of course, at the very end, we add a little bit of theremin, just for good measure. Why not? There's not enough going on in this song, right? So they add the theremin, which is a really cool instrument, and it just gives it this kind of weird, spooky ending, almost comical. Nice addition, again, just the production choice there. I thought it was uh, clever and interesting to do as well. And this song is fun. It's fast-paced. There's a lot going on, but and yet it's still incredibly musical. It's incredibly easy to listen to. It's one of those things. I mean, maybe this isn't your kind of thing. Maybe this music is a little too out there for you, but I encourage you to give it a try. I think it's interesting to see this kind of music being created in, in 2019 when uh, you know most of what's commercially viable out there is all you know, three-note hooks and three or four-minute songs. This is their single, right? This is, the, this is the song they decided to release as their single. They put this out there as like, this is the most approachable song that we have, and it is in, on this record in a lot of ways. But but it's still insanity, really. And it gives you a, a really clear idea of the kind of music that this band is into. If this strikes your fancy for whatever reason, if, if you listen to this and you just think, wow, I got to have more of that, just go check these guys out. The rest of this album, Terraformer, is absolutely incredible. I'm just starting to get into them. I haven't even heard their other albums yet. They have a few other albums that, that came out prior to this. But I was turned on to this just early this year. 
And I just can't get enough of it. This is an album that I've been coming back to every now and then uh, throughout the year as, as I've been listening to. It's one of my favorite albums of the year. And it's not for everybody. It's definitely you know more complicated than your traditional three-chord songs would be. But it is just really cool and intricate and well-written. It makes me feel so good that music like this is still being created these days, that there's plenty of good stuff like this happening. So I encourage you to check more of it out. Thanks for tuning in to The Weekly Listen. Subscribe to this show via Apple's iTunes or wherever it is you like to get your podcasts. iTunes ratings are always helpful too, and I'd appreciate it if you'd share the show with your friends. Apple Music and Spotify links to today's track can be found in the show notes. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash theweeklylisten and become a patron. Your support will go a long way to helping me keep the show going. Speaking of support, I want to give a shout out to my executive producers on this episode, Alec and Kevin. Thank you. You help make this show possible. If you want to learn more about how you can become an executive producer on this show, go to patreon.com slash the weekly listen. If you have any comments, suggestions, or you just want to chat with your fellow listeners about the music, you can reach out on micro.blog at the weekly listen. I encourage everyone to join the conversation. Thanks. And we'll be back next week with more music. 